Today I'm going to be talking about true crime cases that revolve around little girls. I know that this is a very touchy subject to talk about, but it needs to be talked about and spread awareness about because these type of cases are the ones that need the most recognition. If you are weary or uncomfortable with the topics that involve murder, rape, and assault, then I do not recommend you to listen to these podcasts because these cases evidently revolve around those types of subjects. Otherwise, keep on listening. Today, I'm going to be talking about the case of J.C. Dugard. J.C. Dugard was born May 3rd, 1980, and she grew up in South Lake Tahoe, California. She disappeared June 10th, 1991. The case of J.C. Dugard is very, very upsetting because it's one of those cases where the system failed her and basically robbed her from her life. J.C. Dugard ended up spending 18 years of her life held captive and she spent those 18 years with so so much self hurt and she gave birth to two daughters while she was with those horrible people JC was abducted outside of her home and her stepfather, Carl Proben, actually saw it through the co- the garage window and attempted to chase the car down, but was outrun, sadly. And that in itself is so upsetting because it's like you saw it happen, you tried and saved her, but you were too late. And he had to live with that for those 18 years. As soon as he was outrun by the car, he called authorities, which which they would evidently be aided by the FBI, and searched for JC. This included the dogs, aircraft, and hundreds of law enforcement, yet JC was not found. Eventually, she would be discovered living with Philip and Nancy Corretto, 170 miles away in Anitoch, California. While she was held captive, she would be repeatedly raped by her captor, a convicted rapist, and fed many, many lies and he would evidently impregnate JC twice at age 14 and at age 17. She lived in a makeshift recording studio studio in the back of their house for those 18 years and she would be renamed Alyssa. The whole reason behind kidnapping JC was so that he could assault her as much as he wanted and for her to give birth to children since Nancy couldn't which is 
just sick. She would spend 18 years of, she would spend those 18 years thinking that her family did not love her and did not care where she was or for her. And she would spend many lies over and over and to the point where she believed that these was true. She wasn't allowed to have any connection to the outside world. During her time held captive, she wrote in a journal about her depression, her fears, the loneliness, and the feeling of being unloved. She always wondered what her family was doing and if they were even looking for her. But from her not receiving any affection or attention, she started to cherish any form of human interaction she could get and she would even she would even want it from the very people who evidently took it from her she had no idea what to do if she was to leave if she would even have anyone to go to if she did leave because of the the constant lie saying that her family didn't want her didn't love her it she just felt trapped in that place in august of 2009 philip and jc's daughters would visit a uc berkeley campus and he was trying to get a permission to hold a religious event within the campus. The special event manager was very skeptical of Philip's intentions and asked an officer to conduct a background check on Philip because he was suspicious of Philip. It revealed that he was on patrol parole for kidnapping and rape and that he was a registered sex offender he called he would call his parole officer and the parole officer had no idea that philip even had children and this is where this is where i go back to the point where i said that the system failed jc because the parole officer didn't go up with the meetings, didn't keep keep him in check, and to the point where he didn't even know that he had children. It's very upsetting to know that if the parole officer had taken at least one day out of his life to go and check on Philip, that Jay-Z could have been out early, earlier than where, where she was. On August 26th, Philip attended his parole meeting with Nancy, JC, and her two daughters. He kept insisting that JC and the daughters were relatives, and JC, who called herself Alyssa, covered for him because what else was she to do? She lived with them and she was fed these lies that her family didn't love her and everything it was almost like she had to cover for him 
he ended up confessing that no, that Alyssa or JC wasn't really Alyssa and to all of his crimes including kidnapping JC. This confession led to the arrest of Nancy and Philip Corrado. They were charged with 29 felonies including rape and false imprisonment. When JC finally returned home on the same day, she was reunited with her mother, Terry Problem, Terry Proben, back in her home after 18 years of being away from her family. And due to her Corrado's failed parole supervision, the family was rewarded $20 million from the state of California. Corrado was named person of interest in another California kidnapping case, which would even which would put even more time on his sentence as it is. JC has two books that are now published. One from 2011 called A Stolen Life, where she talks about how she spent her years kidnapped. And then one in 2016 called Freedom, my books of first, about her experiences away from captivity. All the things that she should have done but wasn't able to because it was taken away from her. During an interview, JC recalled being overjoyed after ordering pizza during a recent trip in New York City. She says, and I quote, just walking down the street with everyone, it was my favorite moment. This case may have been just may have been solved a little while back but it's still affecting JC and it's still happening as it is because there are cases out out that gone unsolved because of lack of supervision and lack of and lack of system helping them and this case is one that is exactly like that that the system failed her and she goes on to say that how she couldn't understand how they failed her and she could have been she could have been Fred freed if it wasn't like that Thank you for listening to my podcast and be ready for the next one on Jonathan Ramsey.